0: 25% off your DNA test kit. Welcome to the Cannamom Show. Are you interested in hearing inspiring cannabis stories told by real women, moms, and caregivers who are breaking barriers and building businesses in the emerging cannabis industry? This is the show for you. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber. I'm a former family law attorney mother of two, and I've been talking with women from coast to coast who are leaders in the revolution of cannabis and caregiving. Along with my co-host and cannabis sister, realtor, cancer survivor, and mom, Amy Searles. Hey there. Hey, Amy, we're back. We're back from Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) We are on a mission to empower women-centric cannabis businesses by sharing their stories and connecting them to you. (laughs) Today's Yes, started her first business in 1989 selling books, and hasn't stopped creating new businesses since. A few years ago, she jumped on the CBD train with a friend in the Hamptons to help relieve the pain we all suffer for our love of cute shoes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh my God! (laughs) We have her
0: here today to share her can of business story of creating High Heel Hero. Her experience with the bottomless pit of banking challenges in the cannabis industry, and, of course, how she uses cannabis in her own life. Welcome, Barbara Furrix. Yay.
2: Welcome. Hi, guys. So nice to... uh, Mm -hmm. Be able to join you, ladies,
0: today. We're yeah. Glad we're glad to hear you uh, hear your voice. I've talked to you before. Amy hasn't met you yet, but
1: this is a story we've been looking forward to. Amy has lots yep. of foot pain. Oh my God, <laughs> plantar fasciitis is like my enemy, you know. But before well, we go, before we go to Amy, uh,
0: let's
2: talk about you. yeah, yeah. We don't need to talk about
1: <laughs> my feet. Let's
0: let's <laughs> go from how
1: did, how did you go from book selling
0: to CBD?
2: Well. Um, in 2000, I was actually I was run over. Oh little god. freak accident inside the Dallas airport. I was run over by one of those um 10-person people movers that drive around. Oh, oh my god. And I had 9 surgeries on just on my left leg. Oh
0: they ran god. over your leg? That's what? horrible. They, it,
2: yeah, the guy hit me from behind and my pant leg got caught. <gasps> went right up into with the wheel. It got caught on the wheel, oh the rubber God. of the wheel. That's a strange, tragic So story. I, had, you know, tragic. I had all those surgeries, a hospital special surgery, mm-hmm. and in and out of a cast for five years, and the result Jeez. was I could not wear my high heels. Oh,
1: well.
0: You could barely wear shoes. God, I know. that's a
1: lot of work. That's a lot of trauma I barely on your body. Wear
2: shoes. Oh exactly. God. Yeah, that is trauma. So trauma. Um, a friend of mine got into CBD a couple of years ago with one of the now larger companies um, manufacturers mm-hmm. and said you know this might help you but also just throw up a website
1: for the product
2: So I did okay. but I've already sold that private labeling private labeled business
1: mm-hmm. Right you've moved on already
2: <laughs> I already moved on I've already graduated into the formulating of your own product Right which I think is the way the industry is going to go I think Oh, yeah. The commodit- mm-hmm. commoditization of all of the CBD edibles that is out there has led to a lot of illegitimate companies.
1: Oh,
2: And yes. I think there's going to be a big clearing out of, of that. That's an but interesting perspective. Also, yeah,
0: What? That's a good perspective. You know, we just came back from Vegas, so we were there with all the, you know, the dudes and the big business people and everyone there, 35,000 attendees. And it's wow. interesting to see the... the the array of products that are there, and the array
1: of people who are in this industry. You know, and they were giving out bottles of CBD, and I was so excited. I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. You know, I'll take a few bottles. (laughs) But then you look at the ingredients, and it had, um, you know, those two preservatives in it. So who wants that? Yeah, so again, this is this very strange
0: industry that has so much regulation and so under-regulated. So we need people like you. I know,
2: and
1: there's a doctor touting it there. You Mm -hmm.
0: know, it's
2: like, well, why is the sodium benzoate in there? It's amazing mm-hmm. that, you know, some people, for instance, in the edibles, there's people out there that's saying that this little gummy the size of my fingernail <laughs> has 1,500 milligrams of CBD what? in it. Well, <laughs> no. It's impossible. impossible. Yeah. But people are buying it.
0: All right. And, well, you know, it's
2: good. really sad to see that going on because it really hurts the legitimate businesses Correct. exactly
0: what we say all the time don't buy your CBD at the gas station <laughs> <Right>. yes, <exactly. laughs> and, know, exactly. and, and know and know and yeah. know where your source is. you know and that's again women smaller businesses women-owned businesses who have an ethical standard who are trying to make this product that really does work really well accessible to people so thank you
2: yes I yes. agree and yeah. it and I think what we're going to see is CBD is going to become a very important ingredient within a product, not the product.
1: Right, like a combination.
2: Right, and so with High Heel Hero, for instance, you know, it has to be a a lotion that's really mostly water-soluble, so you're not sliding around in your heels or your shoes or your running shoes or your slippers. Right. But it really, as we know, good CBD really does work.
0: Correct. It really does. So let's talk about, yeah. let's talk about your product. So you yes. know, it's a salve, right?
2: I started out with a salve. Okay. Um, and that was to what happens with a salve is as your feet warm up, or even if you use it on any part of your body, your hands, whatever, you'll notice that even though it felt dry when you put it on, the warmth of your body will make it dissolve. So it becomes greasy again.
0: Okay, so that's a chemical reaction, basically. Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. Well, the heat, yeah, the heat, because yeah, yeah. it's warming up the product. Right, And, okay. you know, so the lotion is eighty that I have now is 89% organic, completely all natural, and it. you wait just a few minutes after you put it on, It absor- it is so nourishing, it absorbs into your skin. So wow. You don't pay-
0: so it's a, you're calling it a cream or a lotion? What are you calling it?
2: I, I call it a... Fr- Trim. I foot cream. <laughs> your <E-M-E. laughs> It'd be a I like little that. fancy. <laughs> I like it. But, um, wow, yeah. Wow, this stuff so, looks great.
0: And what, and, what are the, know, we, and what are the strengths that you're selling it in? What are you recommending mm. to people to use it so, in terms of, um, obviously, the foot pain, I guess?
2: Well, yeah. as we all know, it's really, it can be used on any type of pain. Exactly. I have friends who, you know, use it on arthritis the parents right. use it for arthritis oh yeah but i really am marketing it to everyone who wants to just wear i mean we go to weddings and we go you know we go out to have a nice time and <laughs> in an hour or so we're sitting down barefoot and we're missing the <laughs> right. dance cuz our feet hurt
1: exactly well you have to take off your shoes or you have to bring sneakers and you know yeah who wants to exactly. do that exactly
2: and remember um if you watch the Oscars in 2018 um, Tiffany Haddish and Maya Rudolph walked out on stage carrying their heel. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and that was when I said, "This is going to work." Yes, it's, it's great. It's it's, it's, it's a universal problem for women when we go out.
0: So, Absolutely. So let's talk, talk about like so. All right. So you you have the company now, and where are you? I met you on um, Girl Boss, and I know that you had done some um, right. crowdfunding through I Fund Women, which we actually want to talk about because we want to do that too. But how did this, you know, just talk about the process of getting in, and I, I do want to talk to you about banking issues because we talked a lot about that before, and this is such an issue in this industry, and I know you have so much experience in it.
2: Which, And coincidentally, the banking issue came up yet again today.
0: Oh, okay. So start where you want.
2: <laughs> All right, so let, let's go with that. All right. See, I have had, I am going to say no less than in two years, Two and a half years, no less than six payment processors.
0: Jeez. Okay.
2: I've had I've paid <laughs> fees to many of them to get, you know, to get my to get it started. You pay an initiation fee, and you pay this, and pay only to have them get shut down.
0: And and if, for people who don't know this, and not everyone understands how complicated the banking industry is right. in terms of people in the CBD cannabis. I mean, we're having difficulty getting a bank, and we talk about cannabis. I know so.
1: we're just a podcast; we we're, don't touch the pot.
0: So if you want <laughs> to talk so about wanna, it, I, I know
1: this is probably
0: part of your DNA <laughs> at this part. But just you know, what is it? People are telling you why are they shutting you down? Why are people so nervous about taking on industry that is legal? I mean, to CBD product right now. So yeah,
2: well, yeah. Well, what what has happened is. The banking industry has not caught up to the farm bill. Correct. And it's almost as if they consider CBD a gateway problem to a bigger problem.
0: I've seen that money laundering. So they, I've actually had them say that to me, money laundering.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, they thought Chase Bank called me several times. I'm I'm although I'm still with Chase. Mm-hmm. Um Saying they were, they would not send a wire because they felt that was money laundering, or that the people. What did I know about the people I was sending the money to?
0: So when you were setting, so when you were setting up your business plan or setting up your accounts, were you, um, did you, uh, register or tell them that you were in the CBD business? Was that open, or did you register as a different name? So uh, was there a confusion at all? That's one of the things I've heard also.
2: Well, I started. Um, the first bank I went to was Bank of America. Okay. And they, and I told them what I was doing. Okay. And they said, no. Nah.
0: Okay. Yep.
2: Straight out, no way. Yep. But that was also three years ago. Okay. Right. So, um, right now, my branch manager for the bank I'm at does know what I do. Okay. But I'm not sure if the bank itself does.
0: Were you required to submit any kind of business proposal to explain how you would be vetting your vendors? Was that no. with that because that actually has been a request to me
2: hmm. oh really mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, no. that's that's an odd that's an odd request I've never it is. Uh, you know I've been I've owned my own businesses since 1989 and no one has ever asked me
0: exactly so this has been <laughs> right. a, sort of a very strange um I mean yeah. I am I am a lawyer I say this all the time this has just been a really strange little rabbit hole I'm going down because people are more they're so concerned about not the cannabis not the leaf not the flower they're worried about me getting products from CBD companies because that's where they think they can't track the product once it's distilled or isolated or whatever the process is. That's what they've told right. me, and that's where they are afraid of the money laundering.
2: Well, right now, <laughs> the way I look at it is, if, if you as a consumer are buying CBD from a, a company that will not produce those documents, you shouldn't be buying from them.
0: Exactly. Right.
2: And, you know, that's a little bit of education that has to go on with the consumer and also the banking industry.
0: So So have you seen, because I know there are some banks that are some financial institutions are coming on board who want to start helping cannabis businesses and all these places have fees, obviously, which may be out of line to typical banks. But have you investigated any of those institutions? Well, for
2: instance, right now, Square, a very popular payment processor for small businesses, is accepting CBD companies. Oh, However, okay. their direct competitor, Stripe, is not weird, and it is very weird. Yeah, and and you've so, been and you've been an
0: entrepreneur for a while, so you've you know you've been in the banking world, you've been a good business customer, you've done all these things. Does that give you any um leg up or anything well, in this industry? You know, industry? and I've,
2: I've I've worked my butt off, and when I tell people I have a home in the Hamptons, it's not like a billion dollar home; <laughs> it's an average home for here yeah um I always add no divorce money no inheritance <laughs> right so you know and as you? a woman people look at you and the first thing is oh when did you get divorced well <laughs> really yeah. oh
0: god yeah. I have, to be, oh, I yeah. have to be a family law attorney. that's sad
2: that's, uh, sad. <laughs> but, that's it's, sad. but it's really what they think they're mm-hmm. like oh she got money from you know a divorce or she inherited something but
0: no uh, you did this on your work, own
2: worked my butt off to yeah. right here
0: so so, so you're, you're an established businesswoman in a new industry, and you're, you know, forging these pathways, and you're still coming up against brick walls, so...
2: I, and also, my mortgage is, you know, I have a nice size mortgage for a nice size house, and so Chase is my mortgage lender.
0: And they know yeah. you're a good risk,
2: or a good... Right? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You would think that th- these issues would not come up, so, but... For today's issue. Okay, today's banking. Happens? Maybe could just do like a whole show on
0: like bank, the banking <laughs> right? issue of the right, day. Right. Yeah.
2: I get an email from Shopify.
0: What Shopify? Now I'm on
2: the Shopify platform, but I do not use Shopify mm-hmm. to clear my payments.
0: Okay. I don't. What is Shopify? I don't know what that is.
2: Shopify is a um, website, e-commerce website builder okay. platform. Okay. Okay. it's very easy to put up a store and. You know, and then there's Shopify payments um, and then, or you can bring in your own payment processor. Okay. So for all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they are asking me for documentation, including my driver's license, a copy of my passport, a copy of my business uh, filings, wow. and I've had a Shopify store now. Probably ten years
0: for different products, not just CBD products.
2: Right. Yes. But because I, I just put high heel hero on the on there, mm-hmm. but I am not going to use. I'm not processing through them yet because I'm still on the iFund Women platform. Okay. Because they, so the the first message was because they. It's about using Shopify payments. Since I had been deemed ineligible once before, that was with the with miracle relief, hmm. that they need this documentation. I said it has nothing to do with the old store.
0: And are you talking to a person, a human being, or is this just back and forth by email? Or?
2: It's back and forth by email, but it's the same person.
0: Yeah, you know it's a human. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an automatic. It's not,
2: it's not going into you know the big bin of customer service replies.
0: It's an individual who's been looking at your case and saying this is something we need to investigate. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And this so came- once
2: again, I'm, I'm, I'm up against it. And that, so I said back to them, I'm not using Shopify payments. And I got back a reply: We still need your documentation. Well,
0: that's annoying.
2: <laughs> it seems well because what are the grounds for that?
0: Exactly. What are the grounds? Right. Are you working? Are you working with attorneys with your banking issues? Has this actually come up?
2: No, no. I, I, am not. Okay. I, because it, if it was, if it was just me, then yeah, I would be because right. it's I would indi- feel it, I was being discriminated against for some reason. It's the industry. But it's not just me. Right. It's, right. It's that I don't understand where the disconnect is between the states saying that cbd is legal and the federal government that has this farm bill there that's saying you you can't cross state lines
0: right and and you were aren't you getting your hemp are you getting your hemp from kentucky are you doing yes so you (laughs) so again one of these strange you know federal government issues is the kentucky hemp is that a federal through a federal program or is that something separate?
2: I'm sure it is. Yeah. Uh, Mitch McConnell would be getting every dime he could mm-hmm. out of the federal government. Now. Oh yeah,
0: so <laughs> so that so that Kentucky hemp Mitch. has to be crossing state lines, right? <laughs> or Mitch McConnell can't be uh, right advancing his desire to. I don't know what his desire is, but yeah.
2: <laughs> well, it's funny because he really he's pro hemp, right? because it's good for his
0: farmers, and it's good for that area of the country. You know, I say it's almost the one thing in that weird Venn diagram that people can agree on, that, you know, maybe you can't get quite to the point of CBD products, but the hemp growth seems to be okay.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so now, you know, it's I, I just feel as if some of these entities, these banking entities, are making up their own rules as they go along.
0: Oh, I'm sure they are. I mean, the banks I talked to seemed completely making up their own rules. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause, and it's not even the sometimes it's not even the bank. It could be an individual who says, "Huh, I'm going to I'm going to find out what's really going on here." No, I think it's the
0: staff. That's I, that's been my experience. I've talked to a couple of different banks for different levels, you know, and the bank managers all excited, but then when they get to the upper level, no one's willing to talk to me or they come back to me with like very strange parameters. You know, it was. I think the the flower uh, uh, to distill it perimeter was right. interesting to me. That that's where they're willing to cut it off because it's actually easier for them to monitor the flower, because right. that's, that's more regulated.
2: <laughs> that's an arbitrary rule, but
0: you know, everything that goes into the CBD product should be tracked as well. I assume, but
2: well, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And and you can easily, as as the person that's pulling this together. And going to a formulary to get it made and knowing where everything comes from, you know, it's it really is my responsibility, I think, to show that, you know, it's, it's as if you're buying something that says 100% organic. And, you know, a lot of times it's not. Right. So... You know, my product's 89% organic. The threshold is 92 to say it's organic.
0: So, you're, yeah, it's, a, it's, okay. a, it's like even the random cutoff of hemp and CBD and .03 THC, and somebody made okay. that up, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that from. I don't know. So what do you have? Happen- <laughs> so you happen- so you've, got,
0: you've gone through all this. So are you using credit cards at all? Are you able to process? How are you able to actually take in money from people at this point?
2: Well, we are processing. Oh, you are. Okay, so um, your sixth processor. you six-processor. Know, Square, Square yeah. is very good. Okay. Right now, they are openly accepting um, applications for people who are selling CBD products.
0: Okay. It's good to who know. Who use
2: the Square payment processing system. Right. There's a couple others out there that I tried, like I said. Um, at one point, it got so crazy. I had to open a bank account in Ireland. What? <laughs> yeah. To oh, wow. get the payments to go through that would then go to another bank to get transferred into my checking account.
0: Okay. Here. That looks like money laundering. Like
2: that <laughs> Right? That, that kind of those, scared to, me a little bit. To
0: go through those steps. And you're you've been in business for a long time, so and so you feel comfortable in this world. What do you think for people who are entering this new and you know, a lot of these people are really advocates of this product, and they want to get into the business, but don't have the kind of business experience you have. What kind of advice are you giving people? Are they asking you?
2: Because if somebody is entering into the CBD business right now, yes, and CBD is "quote unquote" the product,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I say, don't do it.
0: Don't do it. Wow, because for a couple of reasons. Okay,
2: as we discussed earlier. We all agree that CBD is going to become an ingredient. True. Um, And there's a lot of companies out there right now that will private label something for you, and you'll think, oh, I got a great name, I'm going to get out there, I'm going to kill it. It's not happening anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. You think it's
2: saturated? I'm sorry? You think
0: the market's saturated?
2: I think it's become commoditized.
0: Commoditized, Yeah.
2: And yeah, so saturated and private labeling, unless you have really good business experience Mm -hmm. in dealing with something like that, um, maybe you want to start out a product line, you trademarked a great name, you start out with private labeling a couple of products, so it gives you a little bit of momentum so you can move forward and develop your own products. Right now, I really feel that if that is not the way that your business plan projection is going, it's not a good idea for you to get in the business. That's I've met several people at small events that set up a booth, and they're selling the same products that I saw three years ago with their label on it.
0: Interesting. Hmm. So
2: it- and private labeling in general is just a race to the bottom of the well.
0: So for people who don't know what private labeling is, can you just give a quick description? I'm not sure everyone listening knows what that means.
2: Okay. Private labeling is when there is a manufacturer who develops a product line, and they put it in plain bottles and either put your label on it for you or ship it to you so you can label it yourself. Okay. But you're getting the same product and product line as many many other people maybe a hundred other people maybe more maybe hundreds Mm -hmm. so what happens is you're selling the same product with a different name on it and your competitor knows that so Mm -hmm. what what happens with the cbd edibles is that they started out really nicely priced retail Mm -hmm. so you're selling to your consumer and you're selling it. Let's throw a number twenty dollars. Okay. Somebody sees you. You're selling for twenty dollars, and they know this isn't a real price structure. But they know that you're buying it for five dollars. Okay. They get in. They're going to sell it for seventeen fifty.
0: Just to undercut you. Yeah.
2: Just to undercut you. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, oh my god, they're selling it for seventeen fifty. I'm at seventeen, and it, and then you have. A whole pool of competitors doing this.
0: Like a race to the bottom. And then the basically. next thing
2: you know, the yeah. product is still costing $5. The manufacturer is the one that's making all the money. Right. And you, who has invested your blood, sweat, and tears into building this little tiny niche brand of yours, and again, it's just a brand name, not really a brand, mm-hmm. you are sitting there watching your profits decline and then all of a sudden and this is usually the trend that happens people think that I can pull this out and they start throwing advertising dollars at it or they start promoting it or start doing mailings and email campaigns and and really all you're doing is you're just treading water at at that point the best thing to do if you start out with private label and you don't have the anticipation of changing to your own private formula is to build the brand and get out as quickly as you can.
1: Wow. <laughs> build it and sell yep, it. Yep. yep.
2: Build it yep. and sell it. Yep, it. I've, yep. I've done, as, as we've said, I've done it before, and, and I did it with miracle relief, and it really was, I started seeing all this going on, and like we all said, you know, you have to be really careful where you're buying and who you're buying CBD products from.
1: Mm-hmm, totally.
2: It's, you know, you really have to have a realization of of a market. And if you don't understand these three or four points of this market that are so important, you really should not get into it. You should, you know, there's a lot of companies out there saying, "Oh, just put up a website, you'll make a million dollars." Oh,
0: person. sure. Oh,
2: well, we just yeah. we just came back from the women <laughs>
0: Women of Cannabis event conference in Vegas and uh, MJ Biz and you know people keep saying people are not making money. This is not no. if you cut me in this for money, it's right. tricky, <laughs> right? Right and that's and right. the and the passion part is tricky because these women are so passionate. The women I'm meeting and sometimes passion can blind you to reason. So yeah, that's good, well, that's good because advice. Because
2: when you're looking at your own value, personal value, you should always be subjective mm-hmm. and know your worth. When you're looking at your business value, you should always be objective and know what the true value is.
0: Which is hard. Very hard. I want to flip this on you. So you did some fundraising through iFundWomen, which is also something we're looking into.
2: Can you Mm -hmm. talk a little bit
0: about that process and anyone out there who's interested in doing this to get some, it's basically a seed money
2: crowdfunding process. Right. Um, With crowdfunding, what you're doing is you're selling your product and or services in advance, usually. Okay.
0: And when did you so do you your? Have, when did you do your crowdfunding, or have you done it? I just I saw that.
2: By the time this airs, my crowdfunding um, would would have been closed. Okay. All right. Closing in January.
0: Okay. Okay. Closing in January, and this yeah this so will be air in January.
2: What you're doing is, you know, you're selling the product. If you have an idea of a product and you want to get it into manufacturing, you have a couple of prototypes or samples you go on to crowdfunding and you say okay if you buy my product now i will ship it to you in 6 weeks and here's the pricing or um, i want to launch a new business i ha i i want to um have a service oriented business if you buy my services i can i can go out on my own um if you, or all the way down to, if you really believe in me, throw me a couple of bucks. Right. That's just totally. kind of where we
0: are. Yeah. So when you were doing your reach out, what were the numbers of people you were trying to reach on your crowdfunding? Is that something you can talk the about? The numbers
2: of people yeah, or... Who,
0: yeah. So I know that part of the crowdfunding is putting together all your contacts, you know, who's really out there, trying to figure out who, what people may or may not be willing to um, contribute to whatever issue you're trying to right. contribute to. So when people are trying to set this up, is there a number of people that should be on your list? Is that, yes. the, yeah.
2: What, what, the best thing about iFundWomen as, as opposed to Kickstarter or Indiegogo or any of those is that, well, number one, they are only dealing with female entrepreneurs.
1: Mm-hmm. That's nice.
2: And, and we're great. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and they really do have an excellent set of tools where they have, spreadsheets and tell you how to figure out, okay, this could be a sponsor for one of my podcasts. Right. This could be somebody who is going to back me. For me, one was, this is a friend of mine whose daughter's getting married and we're going to put High Heel Hero in all of the baskets for the visitors.
0: Oh, fun. That's a great little Right? Idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> simple.
2: Yeah. Totally. So, oh, you know, everybody can enjoy the party. That's great. And, um, you know, things like that. So they, they, I got something, they got something.
0: Right. So that's, all right. So, so, But again, are you, is there numbers? Are there people like a bottom, I don't know. I, I know it's based on like the amount of money you're trying to raise or well, <clears throat> the timeline, the timeline, how long do you actually hold the crowdfunding? Is it about a month? Is that?
2: I'd say, it, you know, 45 to 60 days. Okay. Oh, almost two months. Okay. So, and, and, and the best thing to do is to go through this type of form and first figure out what what the true number is that you can get from somebody,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and who, who they are. Right. You know, first you start with friends and family, and then you go to people I've interviewed, right. and then you go to people I think will sponsor a podcast. Right. right. You know, make make three or four levels of of where you think, and then just start to fill in the names right. so and how I, much you know. How much you think, how much is a podcast sponsorship worth?
0: Which is what we're, but again, so I actually have done a little bit of the iFund training. I did do some of the, we're going to be doing this, but just for people who don't know what iFund is, who are listening, I just think it's a good resource for people who are in this space and it is women centric and obviously not just, not at all cannabis, it's all sorts of women entrepreneurs, but to make that connection and making the sisterhood. I say this in politics too. You know, there's always been an old boys network in politics. I'm in politics. We like to build. We're building our new girls network with the emerge people, and this is the same in entrepreneurship. You know,
2: I think it's amazing right now. Yeah, the revolution evolution that is going on with female collaboration in all kinds of business. I hope so. I do
0: hope so. You know, we got a nice we got a nice vibe at the women's event, but you know, there's still. I mean, I'm 54, I say this, you know, there's a time when you could have one woman in the office with the big shoulder pads and the... <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I remember, you know, in 1989, when I launched my first business, um, it there were very few women in the online space then. Maybe there were three. Mm. And it was almost... And we weren't in the same space as far as business type. Right. But you could breathe in the thickness of the competitiveness.
1: Right. I bet.
2: From them. Mm-hmm. There, there was no, Palpable. you know, and I don't know if I told you this, but I started online book selling in 1989. Right. Jeff Jeff Bezos. Hmm. And I met several times in 93, 94. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and a business error. But I know billionaires that made the same mistake. Okay. I did not go to Seattle. Uh. <laughs> well, you never know. Oh, so you live and learn. Live and learn, people. Yeah. Who could but have saw that coming? <laughs> I was out trying to get funding before he was. And I was already doing millions a year in sales. And I could not get funded.
0: Well, it's, it's a man's world, but there's a new, (laughs) but I I like to say this too, like we never get to be part of something new. We never get to make the rules. You know, it's hard to fit into someone else's rules. Right. So if it's going to be, you know, women, cannabis business, whatever part of this business we are, you know, we can set up the rules. We can have all women companies, you know, we don't have to twist and turn ourselves to be something that we are not.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I
2: I totally agree, Uh, but, uh, you know, I honestly do feel, having seen what went on in the early 90s, and where we are today, I think if there were the female collaboration that we have now, and the awareness of how, you know, women-owned businesses fail less, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we, our businesses last longer, Mm -hmm. we, our businesses... Mm -hmm. Grow faster. Yeah, I, they, uh, you know, uh, if there had been the kind of collaboration then that there is now, I'd be Jeff Bezos. Yes. Well, you know, I what? wouldn't want the crooked eye, but, I'd- <laughs> <laughs> but i
0: But I do say, you know, so there's a whole army of women like us, women who, you know, they told us in the '70s, get our education, everybody did what they were supposed to do, <sighs> and right. um, for whatever reason, things got sidetracked. We weren't believed. We took time off because we're caregivers you know there are all sorts of reasons but the next generation if we can be the mentors and say it it, you know my mother knew this wasn't gonna work she grew up in the 50s and got fired because she was pregnant like you know she (laughs) she knew how far this we could come but she kept pushing me so you know the next generation will support them hopefully and it'll be better that's that's our hope and goal
2: so and and even bringing you know this whole thing back to the banking
0: okay yep thing Uh
2: sometimes I really do believe like why is shopify giving me a hard time mm-hmm. i mean i don't even have any products up on the store yet interesting <laughs> well um and what's you your know, theory do you have a theory <laughs> it's it's almost like i'm already guilty
0: mm, interesting
2: because you know but meanwhile what do i have to be guilty about nothing the product is, is right. legal
0: right like, <laughs> no shame it's no guilt have you done have you done the women in cannabis um survey yet the women in, working in cannabis survey that they're doing through um Jennifer Wetzel's company Lady Jane Branding no oh yes 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 we'll send you the link so oh yeah that's great <clears throat> she's doing a survey a national survey maybe international survey of women in cannabis working in that would cannabis be great. um it's about a half hour survey online it's she's working with a um uh, a statistician uh, it's on we we okay. heard about it at the women of, of cannabis convention i'll send you the okay. uh, link. But yeah, yeah, everyone you know who's in this business should fill this out.
2: And how was the turnout? I mean, the women. Oh, Amy it was Cook great. Oh,
0: it was <laughs> so great. Have you ever been to one of these? The Vegas events?
1: No. Oh.
2: No. It was like four hundred people. I'm very people. proud of the fact that I've <sighs> never been to
1: Las Vegas. Oh, no, yeah, okay. Okay. you should so come. We.
0: But but I gotta say, <laughs>
1: we did it differently. We didn't. We missed the whole the whole tacky part of it, and we stayed in a nice hotel. <laughs> we rented a
0: Mustang. We yeah. had a good time.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> We didn't gamble. I mean, it didn't even
0: occur to me. That's the funniest part. I know. My husband's like, "Did you gamble?" I'm like, "No. Why no. would I gamble?" <laughs> that's, that's weed money. <laughs> <laughs> but we. But even the dispensaries, like so, like oh in Massachusetts, God. you like you can't find the door. It's a dream. You have to show two forms of ID. There's go through security. And in, in Vegas, they're lit up like Christmas trees. Oh, open yeah. 24 hours a day. Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> a whole other world. Yeah, Taste, wow. tasting rooms. Uh, and like in yeah. the whole, in the, on the whole variety, like from the lovely places and like the beautiful strip malls with yeah. chandeliers and very comfortable, and the mom who just dropped her child off at school coming in to get what she needs to, yeah. you know, the much bigger superstores that have yeah. so many products. It's, if you've never been a dispenser, you'd be completely oh overwhelmed. My
1: God. And then the drive-through line was like. <laughs> to the oh, street really, the I mean, line. Know, it's crazy oh my gosh <laughs> so, it was fun so, i want to go yeah, back yeah sure so, yeah next year you should go to the women's conference okay we'll just coordinate love it, it. well <laughs> and, love and it, it was, it was it. really
0: you know what it was it was women talking you know they had maybe 15 speakers one after another telling their stories of being in this industry and what they were struggling with and what their achievements are and it was just it you know, if you've never seen this world, if you don't even know it exists, that women who consume cannabis are not only functioning, but are like achieving great things.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it would be
0: sort of uh, mind-boggling because <laughs> you when know, I tell people what I do, they think it's a, they think it's funny. They talk about being a stoner, and I always say this isn't my natural habitat. But I'm meeting all these women who are in this industry who have been consumers forever, and yeah. they are doing amazing things. So it was very powerful.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, if if somebody in the legislative branch of our government, (laughs) has to get (laughs) their head out of their butt Mm, and really figure out the banking. Yep. Because (laughs) I think, well, with all of the garbage that's going on now with the impeachment, there's no focus on anything else. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. you have small businesses like ourselves struggling because we
0: can't bank right and, and then and i know there are like a couple there's a woman out in um colorado a small bank woman um run who's doing the banking for the cannabis very brave to be out there there's a woman out in gardner massachusetts out where i am who are stepping into this space but are you do, do you ever do any advocacy do you do any um educational for our politicians who are which as i always say they're making the rules but they're followers so they don't really um, know what's going uh, on yeah <laughs> yeah
2: I do a lot of advocacy. Oh, you do. For okay, a lot good.
0: Of, good. Good.
2: Well, not a lot of things for no. <laughs> women-owned businesses for the CBD industry, and I've been out driving around because we have a missing dog here on oh. the east end of Long Island that was adopted only home for four days oh, no. from Puerto Rico. Oh, I have a Puerto Rican and dog, and he no, ran away so. oh, a week no. ago today. Oh, oh, oh that's
1: heartbreaking. I'm so sorry.
2: Yeah. So. There's a a few of us. I've never met the woman who adopted the dog. Never worked with that um, rescue group. But I get up every morning. I'm texting with her. Oh, I understand. I drive around. Yep. I was up on the most expensive golf course in the country, the Bridge in Bridgehampton. But it's the highest point out here. Funny with binoculars. Oh. (laughs) Driving my Prius on that cart path. <laughs> so
0: you're you're a good you're a good dog parent too, right? I know you. You have, you have yeah. your own dogs too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. i a dog person. I'm a dog person. I'm a cat
1: person yeah. and a dog person. Yeah, I think I'm a cat person. Uh, has a dog. Actually, any animal, yeah, any, <laughs> anything cute and furry. I, I don't know anything.
2: Even yeah, even if it's so gross. We're praying With we beans. find him. The weather's going
1: to. Uh, oh, I hope so.
2: pretty <laughs> well, cold. Tonight. Keep us posted. But, you know, he's seven years old from Puerto Rico. He's a scavenger. He he'll be okay till we we locate them, I, mean, yeah. I believe
0: it. Well, I hope yeah. so. All right, Barbara. So we do a little thing at the end of all our shows. Amy does her um, <laughs> her favorite things little section. And then, <laughs> I know. Okay. And then we have one last. And then we have one last question for you. And then actually, our time is up. So Aww. I'm going to let Amy do her favorite well. things this
1: week. Aww. Oh, wow, it's quick. <laughs> I know it was quick. So you know, we got so much great swag at the women's conference, and in the bag was this. Beautiful packaged pre rolls, and it's by Flower F L W R, and they're a California cannabis company, and I think it's like a women-owned company. And we met the people there, and they have the nicest packaging I've ever seen. Like I want everything packaged like this. It is beautiful, <laughs> and we did we did a wedding convention <laughs> conference a couple of weeks ago, and it's such this. a perfect wedding gift. These oh, things. I know. <laughs> yeah, so. It comes in, like, a, a beautiful little box, so you lift off the top, and then you have your little jar of weed, and then the bottom of the box opens up into, like, this really nice tray, and there's a flower print on the bottom. I will, uh, I'll we'll, do we'll a little it. demo. But it's it's a it little, is great. All... It's beautiful, and I love, I just love their packaging. It's so pretty. So that was our favorite. And that's from, from, my favorite From Vegas. From Vegas. So what's, the name? What's, name? what's the name of the, cal- the company again? the company is flower but it's without any vowels yes. so okay. FLWR and they have it all over California and if I lived there that is what I would get all the time just because of the packaging because it's like they're marketing it t- to me. you
0: <laughs> well someday we'll get it across state lines but not yet not, not yet. yet not yet okay, so Barbara my other question to all our <laughs> guests is you know there's many ways to use your cannabis in this new world and we always ask our guests what is your favorite way to consume
2: my favorite way is through CBD, obviously, yep. and to share it with all my friends.
1: Mm,
0: yes. And that's, that's the vibe we want to get, right? Yes.
2: I actually, I converted a dentist, a young dentist. His wife is one of my closest friends. And he's like, do you think it really works? He goes, I can't believe the anxiety. I can't sleep at night. Oh, wow. Said, yeah. Just, oh. just try it. Yep. Now, I, I, I just got an email. I text you have any more? (laughs) Oh, that's great. You know, now
1: that I'm sort of doing this podcast, people are coming out of the woodwork, and I'm getting questions, and everyone wants to talk to me about it. And I'm helping um, a neighbor who has arthritis, and you know, she's a little depressed. And I'm like, you do not have to live this way. Mm -hmm. You know, but you have to really be an advocate for yourself and take the time to do the self care. So you're okay, physically and mentally, it's effort, you know, and it's harder as we get older, you know,
2: so I use High Heel Hero Unscented during I the day.
1: It. Okay, I'm getting that.
2: <laughs> and at night, <laughs> when I'm going to sleep, I rub the lavender I into my it. feet and my whole body relax.
0: I love the lavender. Yeah, mm. that's. I got another. That's a good idea. All right, that's so a great can, idea. Our
2: time is up. Good I know, gifts.
0: unbelievable. So. um Another great show, people. Do you have one more thing to say? I or- wanted to know how to get to
1: her uh, website. Well, I'm going to ask you can- when
2: we say my guest. Okay, so- good, good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so today. <laughs> just, gonna, just go to highheelhero.com. Great. High Heel Hill,
0: Hill. So for my thank guest you. today, Barbara Favrex, thank you so much for calling in. I hope we get to meet each other in person.
1: Yes. Oh,
2: definitely. Come on down to the Hamptons this Oh, look at her. Well, She's, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. you know what?
1: I, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm a Brooklyn girl, so I'll You my, got it, And ladies. my whole family's still there, so I'm coming to you. Okay, so for my amazing, so my, flats.
0: my guest today, Barbara from <laughs> High Heel Hero, and my co-host, Kenna's sister, Amy Searles. Yay. Yay. I want to thank the podcast Garage in Austin, Mass. Massachusetts, Josh Lampkin for writing and performing the Canamom theme music, Brad Searles, our sound engineer, <laughs> Jim Brayton, our web guru, mm-hmm. and you for taking the time to listen to The Cannamom Show, where we are empowering women in the cannabis industry and crushing that cannabis stigma, one can of story at a
1: time. This is Amy Searles, and you can find us at The Canamom Show on our website you can find us on instagram facebook and please subscribe to our podcasts wherever you listen to them we're everywhere
0: everywhere and i'm your host joyce gerber and this is the Cannabis mom show
2: yay thanks for listening to today's show to check out more great cannabis podcasts go to PodConnects.com. here's a preview of one of our other
1: shows Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious
2: connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.